the body while the person is breathing. And this is why the word breathing in Hebrew is called neshima, and the word soul in Hebrew is called neshama. So the difference between neshima, that is breathing, to neshama, that is a soul, is the letter yud in neshima. In breathing, you have an extra letter yud that is written. You represent Hashem. So you see that while breathing, you connect yourself to Hashem. And that is the mission of the soul of the Neshama, while you're breathing. Like that it's written, V'ruach Elohim merachefet al that the Spirit of God, means Hashem Himself, is hovering above the water. Which water? All waters of creation. And we know that water represents all kinds of physicality, means all physical creation. Because in the beginning, the creation was all water. Till Hashem made the great ocean, the great sea. And then by pushing down the water to deeper places, the sea level went down and the earth was revealed. So first of all, in creation, physicality is being seen as water. So when the spirit of Hashem is hovering above the water, means that Hashem is hovering above all creation. So every time you breathe, you're inhaling Hashem. You're just bringing more neshama, more soul into your being, into your neshama, into your soul. You're channeling godliness into your systems, and then you're spreading them, you're shining. We have a commandment, the people who follows the Torah, Lo taguru ish. You should not be scared of no man. Many of us are afraid. Many people are afraid about the world's condition, about the land of Israel situations. A person is afraid on his own health, on his own financial situation. Every person is experiencing a certain kind of fear. But that fear must be aimed to heaven. You are allowed to have fear from heaven. Even Yaakov, our father, had fear from heaven. He was afraid that Hashem might punish him for not being as righteous as he was supposed to. A person can fear from God, but not from no man. This is a violation of faith to be scared of people. And how will you know that you have something in that matter that should be corrected when you find yourself justifying yourself in front of people and trying to please other people and to make them like you? or that you're afraid that they, they might not accept you as you are, and you try to suit yourself to their needs and to straight up yourself for them to like you. 
and you cannot just be yourself. So again, if you find yourself that you have things that you need to fix and correct, and you realize that people does not like you because of your manners, because of your behaviors, it is definitely the right thing to work on yourself and to fix and correct yourself. But not because you're afraid of what people will say. Just because that you have a great intention to be honest and truthful. And the mirrors that Hashem is putting in your life are showing you that you bent, that you twisted your way, that you went off the highway, off track. So you accept on yourself to correct yourself for the sake of heaven, for the will of Hashem. So there are no people in the picture at all. There is no fear from people, what people will say. But when you find yourself that you are lowering yourself and you're accepting other people's position as higher than yours, by that, you're violating the commandment of Hashem of Lotaguru Mipneish. Because when you are bringing yourself under people, you're removing the kingship of Hashem from you. And this is one of the main problems that the state of Israel is suffering from today, that in many, many unfortunate ways, we're trying to justify ourselves in front of the nations of the world, trying to please them, trying to show them that we are kind, that we are good, always trying to justify ourselves to show how merciful and kind we are. And by doing that, we're not straightening our sight to our enemies, enemies that are standing within us and eating us alive, and enemies that are attacking us from outside and trying to break our armors and to bite their way in. And we should not be afraid of no man, of no state, of no government, of no people's opinions. A person must, must, must be only straight with Hashem. And if we shall do that, we're going to be a source of light to all nations. We have a mission, and it's time to stop being afraid of what other people will say about us as we are holding the right path. We are the defenders of the crown. We are the last line of defense of the face of Hashem. You can have millions and billions of people who claim to be true believers. But if you as an honest person, and again, I'm telling you that I could not care less what other people will think about what I'm saying right now. Even if they will take my words as offensive and insulting and downgrading and racist or whatever they want to say, they can say that. It's not my business at all. I don't care. Because they are taking my words to a place that I am not aiming my words to at all. And I'm just saying in a simple way, as a true believer, as an honest believer, and 
Anyone can join us to stand in that position of being a true believer. As a true believer, if you will search and look around, observe other people in other societies, in other communities, in other nations, in other religions, and you're going to try to check their faith and to see what they are following and what are the outcomes of their belief system. What are they producing? What are they bringing to the world? You will see that their faith is not as pure and simple and straight and direct and useful and powerful and right as yours. And it's okay. You don't need to feel bad with the fact that your faith is right. Nothing is wrong with that. You haven't done anything wrong by believing in the right God. You just might did something right. So you should be happy about it. And the fact that you are holding yourself as a person of truth does not make you arrogant to think that you are better than someone else. Because even if they are wrong, it doesn't mean that I'm better than them. Because I also have mistakes. My children will agree with that. My wife will agree with that. People who worked with me will agree on that. Rabbis that taught me in the past will agree on that. I had mistakes. I made mistakes. My parents for sure will agree on that. Million mistakes. Sometimes thousands a day. It does not mean, though, that my heart is not aimed to Hashem. And if I'm checking myself and I see that my heart is aimed to Hashem, why that I will not recognize that as a beautiful quality that I have, like King David had, and said that to Hashem in his prayers, you are supporting my destiny to walk in your path. And he's full of prayers, please Hashem, guide me in your path of truth, that I'll find you, that I will know you. After you're praying for years and years to know the truth, and you're not forcing the truth, you're just begging that the truth will reveal itself to you, and then you're being answered, why that you won't be happy that you have been answered? Why that you won't just be glad and super full of gratitude for that, grateful for the kindness of the Almighty that revealed His unconditional love to you and chose you to reveal His wisdom to you and His kindness to you and supported your mind to grab and grasp beautiful, deep, meaningful, powerful, right, understandings that are connecting you with him, with the maker of the universe. There is nothing wrong with that. Just that people are often to judge and to criticize, and their intention is at all not for the sake of truth. And they will prove you wrong, not because they want to help you to rise on the right path that they found, just because that they're not feeling comfortable with your consistent rebuke, even if you're not saying a word to them, just by the fact that you are okay with yourself and you stop circling your life as crazy person in fear and terror and pressure, what other people will say, and you stop being afraid of other people's opinion and you stop justifying yourself and flattering the whole world to accept you and you just stopped working and being a slave of people 
that's already made you enemy of society. Because they want to manipulate you and they want to control you and they want to take over your choices for you not to become special, for you not to shine a unique light that's going to confuse them. Because you're confusing them by being a simple person who says, on a cup of water. That's it. You said, oh no, you're crazy. Look at you. What have you done? What are you doing? Are you sick? Are you a maniac? What's going on with you? You became so radical. After my wife's and my wedding, after our wedding, my father in the next morning came to our house, knocked on the door early in the morning to rebuke me for wearing tzitzit on my wedding. Oh, man. I violated, I violated the Kastsuto family code. Oh man, I wore tzitzit, I wore kippah in my wedding day. Oh, 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 oh. Something went so wrong with me in that night. Oh man, I was so not politically correct, not, not removing and taking off the kippah from my head. How could I do, how could I shame him in such a, like I was not considering his feeling in front of his guests. Oh, man. Such a shame. Your son is fearing heaven. Oh, man. Such a disgrace. Your child is talking to the maker of the universe in his free time. Oh, such a shame. Such a shame. Such a disgrace. He said Birkat Amazon for seven minutes after eating food. Oh man, he blessed Hashem for eating. Oh man, such a disgrace. Those are the battles that we are fighting. It's stupidity in its peak. And it can come from your parents. It can come from your partners. It can come from your children. It can come from outside enemies and from within. My sweet and dear mother told me, I would rather you to be gay than being religious. Oh, man, thank you. You wouldn't want me to have children. You would want me to spend my life with another man, not having a family, not building a house not raising children, not living normal life, just that I won't be religious. Oh, thank you for your warm, considering thought about my future. Thank you, Mother, for respecting my destiny and supporting me to become the man that I am today. Thank you. For nothing. That is not the way. And those judgments are coming only because that they are not ready to deal with their own embarrassments, that they do not want to see God, that they do not want to receive that live rebuke that is showing to them that they went in the dark for decades. And not only them, also their parents and their grandparents and great-grandparents and on and on and on. And some of us came from horrible, horrible life stories of families that crashed thousands of years ago already, or hundreds of years ago already. 
and lost their faith and lost their connection and lost their tradition and lost their faith and found themselves in such darkness, such horrible, based on science, in secular world that is empty from purpose, that they're going to make up stories and theories and they're going to design a world now with aliens and UFOs and climate issues and problems and genders propaganda and all kinds of fights and arguments and changing history to say that the land of Israel was belonged to the Palestinians for ages, for ages. Making up stories posting posts on social media, and that is the new truth. That's it, the new truth. Islam, the third in time religion, a religion that came out to the world third. Judaism was first, Christianity came second, Islam came out third. And they are claiming that Avraham Avinu was Muslim. Okay. What can we say? You can make up stories and twist old stories and to make all the world believe in your lies. And that's it. Why? Because you said so. Because some imam said so. And that's it. And we're not arguing anymore. That's it. Allah said it, the Quran said it, no one even knows what he's talking about. You want to say that the Quran, that Islam has ancient faith that was as Abraham? Okay, you want to say that you are continuing Abraham's faith? Okay, but to say that Abraham was Muslim? To say that the tribes of Israel were Muslim? To say that King David was Muslim? To call him Nabi Daud? Like, come on. To say that Moshe Rabbeinu was Nabi Musa. Moshe fought for his Judaism. Jewish people are being called after the tribe of Yehuda, one of the children of, of Yaakov. And Ishmael was the son of Abraham. But the tradition passed to Yitzhak. Now they're going to say that we changed the Holy Scripts, scripts that we changed them. Okay, so how come there are no contradictions in our Bible? Why all of our copies from all sides of the universe? Because we are the only nation who exiled to four wings of the universe and then came back home and brought our books with us. The Jewish from Yemen brought books with them. The Jewish from Germany brought the books with them. The Jewish that came from Poland, that came from the U.S., that came from Europe, from Russia, from China. All brought books with them. All the books are similar. No contradictions. All holding the same copy. It's a wonder. It's a miracle. But that's reality. We don't have different versions. We're all holding the same copies. Why? Because that's the original. And we held it. And we went into the fire for those copies. And even if the Christians in the church took all the books from all the, the, the synagogues, from all the Batemidrashot, and made mountains of books in the centers of the cities and burned them all to erase the evidence of the true history that we know exactly who Jesus was and we know why we call him Yeshu. 
We know exactly why we're erasing his name in, while calling him in his name. We're not calling him Jesus. What's Jesus? Jesus is not even a name. That was not his name. His name that his mother gave him was Yeshua. That was his name. This is not Yehoshua. This is not the prophet who received the leadership from Moshe. No, that's Yeshua. That was a student of the sages and fell off the path and stopped keeping the traditional Judaism and went off track and fought and argued with his rabbis and committed public arguments and debates. And he was charged for his felonies and crimes and he was judged and he was punished for it and he was executed. And now you want to change history. And he was executed. And that's the truth. And Jewish people are not hiding it. Maybe they were afraid to discuss it when the church was burning Jewish people to check why Jewish people are so like tough and strong and not giving up their faith. So they dissected them in laboratories, cut them to pieces, burned them. You know why they were burning Jews? Because you are not allowed to spill blood of Jews. Oh, so they burnt us. Such wisdom in the nations. Oh, man. Wisdom of the nations. Wisdom of Christianity. You're not allowed by the Bible to spill the blood of a Jew. Okay, found the solution. Let's burn them. Then their blood won't be spilt. And we're going to be clean from sin. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for giving us the right advice. Nonsense. It's craziness. It's craziness on top of craziness. And ask them. Check, explore a little bit about their religion. You're going to see how twisted it is. And you go, oh, no, we can say that your religion is twisted as well. Okay, you can say whatever you want. And if you're going to fight with us, you're going to fight with our God. If you're going to separate yourself from our God, you're going to fight with our God. And the same, same thing that happened to all the nations who ever fought with our God is going to happen to you. So now I need to feel uncomfortable in my own body because that Hashem made me Jewish because I was born Jewish. I need to feel bad. Oh, no, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to say that the Christians won't be offended, that the Muslims won't be upset. Let them be upset. Let them be hurt. And they're going to go and lick their own wounds and heal themselves step by step. And they're going to go and take a cold shower and wash their hands and feet before coming to pray. And everything's going to be okay. That I won't feel comfortable in my own shoes, because I was born to be blessed to be Jew, that I won't feel comfortable as a Jewish person because there are millions of Muslims, crazy, angry Muslims in the world. Who cares? You think that the kingship of Pharaoh in Egypt was, was weaker than the Muslims of today? You think that the, 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 the Romans were weaker than the Christians of today? No, the only thing that happened is that we fell to fear of people. And now we're afraid to talk. 
and we're afraid to express ourselves. So we're being quiet and we don't want to upset the nations and we need to be polite and we need to learn how to play their game and we need to go to, the, uh, to, 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 to their meetings, to their, to their to United Nations picnics and, and speak with them and please them. And, 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 and no way, no way. We have the truth. And what the, our truth is saying? That we're better than someone else? No. We're just not following an Arabic prophet. And we're not following a prophet that is not from our religion. And Jesus, Yeshu, was excommunicated from Judaism. And he was rejected. We rejected him. Me, I rejected him. Okay? I did. Oh. You're the anti-Christ. Okay. Say whatever you want. They couldn't care less. Say whatever you want. Muslim also accepted Jesus that he will come. In their belief, he will also going to come. Okay, so why are you not respecting Christians? You know what's going on in Israel between the Muslims and the Christians? They're, Muslims are disrespecting the Christian Arabs in Israel in humiliating ways. Humiliating them. And of course, that I'm talking in a general way, and that there are individuals that are different. But there is one truth, and that truth is that a person should be honest and straight and good and kind and patient. And blood should not be spilled, and innocent people should not be killed. And while this crazy state is supporting and embracing people from different religions and different nationalities and letting them live in our country in honor and in peace and supporting them and supplying them all the medical needs that they need and all their educational needs and funds and giving them all the services that any civilian is legit receiving to receiving uh, by his citizenship, by the law of his citizenship, we are facing people with the same rights like ours, fighting us and digging under our law and our, our, under our lives tunnels to kill, to sabotage, to destroy, to demolish, to hurt, to insult, and to create a false propaganda that is sinning to the truth in horrible ways, in horrible ways that we know because we live here. We know exactly what's going on here. We know how merciful and kind we are. But on the news, oh man, what's going on? The land, the people of Israel, what they're doing, they're abusing the poor Palestinians. Oh, the fragile, tiny little kids. Oh, man, a 13 years old kid, you know, a 13 years old kid took a gun and started to shoot Jewish people on Shabbat morning three weeks ago in the, in the Western, um, um, how do you say that? Rovayu, the counter. In, in Jerusalem, in, the, in, in old Jerusalem, shooting people, 
And now he's receiving high five stars class medical treatment in a hospital in Jerusalem, being supported and protected by security police officers, Jewish police officers are protecting him. His mother is visiting him on daily basis, all day long she's with him, reading to him from the Quran. And he's sitting, the law cannot touch him. He's 13 years old, as if he's innocent, like he hasn't done anything else, nothing, nothing wrong. Why? Because we are stupid. Because we are stupid. Because we are not realizing what we are causing by trying to be so politically correct and so nice and kind and making everyone see how nice and polite we are. Feeding the same enemies that are attacking and killing us for a reason. We are feeding our cancer. surrounded by Muslim Arab countries that none of them are willing to accept the Palestinians, not because that they're also claiming that the land of Israel belongs to the Palestinians. They know that it's all a joke just because they don't want to handle this population. Just because they do not want to accept those people into their country. When Sadat made a peace agreement with Begin, after the wars of, of Sinai and Independence War and after all the wars that took place and they signed the contract of the peace, Sadat was insist not to take the people from Gaza into Egypt. He was refusing. Begin told him, they're Arabs, take them. They're sitting on the border. Take Aza, take it. He wanted to give him. He said, take it, take it with them. Sadat refused. He said, no way. I'm not dealing with them. If we're going to take all the Palestinians now and going to push them to Egypt, the Egyptians are going to ship them all. They're not going to let them in. If we're going to push the Palestinians to Jordan, King Hussein, that has more than one million and a half Palestinian people living in his border in the, in, in the east side of Jordan, if we're going to push the Palestinians to their border, they will be killed by the Jordanian army. If we're going to push the Palestinians to Syria, the king over there will kill them all. The president will kill them all. He will not let one of them stay alive. And the same in Lebanon. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. But the joke is on us because we are, no, we, we're going to be the nicest. We're going to be the kindest. We're not going to do what other people did to us. We suffered. We're tolerant. We're nice. We're kind. Okay, no problem. <laughs> You're going to eat exactly what you cooked. There's not going to be no change in the flavors that you're going to taste in your mouth than the flavors and, and, and spices that you put into your dish. You stirred it, you mixed it, you boiled it, now you're going to eat it. And now we're eating it. We're eating it. Spoons on spoons on spoons of the crap that we're cooking. We're cooking it. We're allowing it to grow. 
inside our own one country. We have one country, one country. You want, let's divide Jerusalem. Are you stupid? You think that you can divide Jerusalem? You think that you have the ability to divide Jerusalem? You know, fire going to come down from heaven and burn your head off. If you're going to touch Jerusalem with a finger. The fact that Hashem is allowing those people to stay in East Jerusalem is only a hus. It's as for now, it's temporary. They do not belong here. This is a mistake that is stuck for generations since the early beginning. Tomorrow we're going to learn about it. Tomorrow I have a book, an amazing book of amazing, amazing authentic history of the wars of the tribes of Israel. I'm going to read it to you tomorrow. You're going to see. Tomorrow you're going to, your eyes will be open to understand who we are and what we're standing for. It's a war that began thousands of years ago, ages ago. It began that we had mercy on the Plishtim, and we had mercy on the Knaanim, and we had mercy on the Chiti, and we had mercy on the Amori. So they're, gonna, they're okay. We left like few hundreds of Amorim and Chitim and Knaanim and Plishtim, and they grew, and they learned Arabic, and they became Muslim. And now they're thirsty for the blood of their ancestors. And they want to kill us exactly like they wanted to kill the children of Yaakov 3,500 years ago. But exactly like that they were defeated back then by the children of Yaakov, they shall be defeated in our generation by the same children of Yaakov. And that's it. And if someone will choose not to like me, I could not care less. I rather to stand on the side of Moshe, Abraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov, Aaron, Yosef, David, Shlomo. I rather, I'm sorry, I rather stand with them. Hate me. I could not care less. I couldn't care less. You want to fight with me? Fight. You're going to fight yourself. You're going to dig your own grave. You're going to find yourself going down the drain, going to the lowest places of creation. And me, I'm just going to rise and shine. I'm going to rise and shine forever. There is a song that is written on me. I'm going to live forever. You know that song? That's exactly what's going to happen with me. We're just simple people. You don't understand, we are simple people. We're just here to serve Hashem. We're simple people and we care and we want to do good and we're nice and kind. And we don't know how to deal with these like harsh situations. We're simple people. We're simple people. When we came to Yerushalayim, we conquered Yerushalayim, we conquered East Yerushalayim. The Ramatkal, the general of our army, this idiot Moshe Dayan, he said, let's give them the key back. The, 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 the Arabic um, sheikh, I don't remember what his name was, that was like in charge of Yerushalayim, came and gave the keys to the Jewish soldiers of, 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 the, of the mosque, of the Klipata Sela. He gave them the key. Of El Aqsa, he gave the key. He said, It's yours, you're the honors of this place. He came and gave the key. This idiot Moshe Dayan came and said, 
he was secular. He was so like full of himself. Like he was the general of the army that just defeated the four or five countries of all Arab countries around us. Like he was so full of himself. He said, take it back. He threw the key back to him. He said, we don't have nothing, no, no interest in religions. He was secular. He didn't care. He gave him the key back. We should have demolished this building 77 years ago, 75 years ago. We had to destroy it already. All the problems would be erased. Today, they're making a big business. Go talk to original Muslim people. Go talk to real authentic. They're going to tell you that Yerushalayim is not written in the Quran even once. Is not mentioned in the Quran even once. They couldn't care less about Yerushalayim in the Quran, in Islam. They have a place that is called Medina, a place that it calls, is called Mecca. And they believe that that is the holy spot. And even the Muslims that are praying in Yerushalayim, on Harabite, in that mosque, they are turning their back to the mosque and praying to Mecca. We, the Jewish people, from four wings of the universe, always praying to Yerushalayim. No matter where we are, we're praying to Yerushalayim. Muslim people that will stand in Yerushalayim, on Harabait, on the Temple Mount, and going to pray, going to give their back to Harabait, their behinds to Harabait, and going to pray to Mecca, to Medina. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's crazy. It's hilarious. If there wouldn't be blood all over the place, it would be a joke. It would be funny. It's a joke. And the joke is on us. We're the ones who are eating what we cooked, what Moshe Dayan cooked for us, what other arrogant people cooked, baked for us. Okay. Slowly, we're going to correct it all. Hashem is with us. We're praying. Jewish blood is not free. Jewish blood is not free. And the day of revenge is the greatest day of them all. And it's written, Greatest is the revenge that is written between two names of Hashem. That the verse is saying, El nekamot Adonai. Hashem is the God of revenge. Hashem chose to wrap revenge in His name from the right and from the left. And you know I'm talking to you for your mind to be awake, specifically to you, for you to realize the revenge is of Hashem, not mine, not of His, not of the mother or the child, that lost their child or their husband or father. No, not revenge for the people. Revenge is of Hashem. Because when people are killing the people of Israel, the chosen children of Hashem, it's as if they fought Hashem. And the war is the war of Hashem. Hashem ba'amalek midordo. And the head of all nations is Amalek. And Amalek also spread. Who is Amalek? Okay, I want to know. Who is Amalek? Amalek sits in Germany. Amalek sits in Iran. 
Amalek sits in all other foreign countries in the world. You know that the Iranians, why they call themselves Iran? Why? What's Iran? It's a new name. They adopted that name, Iran. They were Persian. They were Persian. How they became Iranian? Because after Hitler called his nationality Arim, the Iranian, the Persians came and convinced him that they also belong to their family tree. And the Persians are the children of Haman, that Haman was Agagi, and Agag was the king of Amalek. And because the, the Persians were Amalekim, the Germans, the Nazis, accepted them as Arim as well. So the Persians changed their names to be Iranian. After the name and concept of Ari, the supreme race. Oh, ah, supreme race that is destroying and killing all other races. I wonder why Jewish people never done that throughout all history, except for in the fake news. In the fake news, of course, we're slaughtering children, we're killing them, of course. Under the, ch the church um, twisted scripts, we're drinking the blood of innocent children. We're stirring it, mixing it in the matzot for Pesach, of course. Whatever you want to say, you can make up stories. You have Disney World. You have the, 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 the DC. You have all the, the Hollywood Everyone will make movies. You have Netflix today that's going to bring another propaganda video every two weeks against the Jewish people and the criminal soldiers. The most, well, most, most polite, held back, kind and nice and tolerant army in the world is the defend army, defending army that is defending the people of Israel, the defense force of the people of Israel. That's the name of our army. We're only defending ourselves. This is what we do. We're not the forces. We're not the conquerors. We're not the, 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 the warriors. We're just defending the people of Israel. That's what we do. We're just defending. So like I said, I could not care less what you think about my speech. I'll be happy for you to understand the logic that is treasured within each and every one of the words that I said in my beautiful expression of truth that comes out from my pure and honest heart. And I could not care less what you're going to think about my heart. Thank God my heart does not belong to you. And no one can touch my heart and it's mine. And Hashem knows my heart and Hashem cares for my heart and Hashem knows my intention. And if you want to free Palestine, so let them go. Let them go. They can go. They're free to go. Free to go back to Saudi Arabia. Free to go back to Syria. 
free to go back to Iraq, to Iran, to Egypt, to Jordan, to Lebanon. They're free. They can go. No one is holding them back. We're going to open the gates and going to free Palestine to go. Just go already. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Yes, someone had questions. Um, is uh, Israel getting a uh, electric chair? Um, you heard the news? That's good news. What, what is so amazing? The U.S. government going to attack us for having this electric chair for terrorists, while in the U.S. it's okay to execute terrorists. But in Israel, no. No, 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 no. So yes, the answer is yes. Soon we're going to have that law standing stable and strong that any terrorists that shown intention of killing and try to murder Jewish people and any civilian for terror reasons will be executed. And also families of terrorists will be rejected and, ex and, and like kicked out of the country and all their rights of Israel, civilian rights will be taken away. Com 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 how do you say that? Confidentially? No, no, no. No? Confiscated. Confiscated. Yeah. Confiscated from them. Yeah. I'm holding the TikTok, the TikTok app. We have 250 people that are watching us live. And many of them are saying, free Palestine. Yeah, you're free to go. Just go. You're free. Bye. 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 Go. Just go. No problem. Go. Bye. You're free. Bye. Yes. Any other questions? So, yes, we're going to have the electric chair. Yes. Yes. I have a question. Please. So, uh, every day I pray for Mashiach to come. You know? And for all people who... I, I pray for the irredeemably evil to be erased from under heaven. At the same time, I pray for the good and the ones that uh, I guess have potential to do tshuva and have good in them uh, to come back and to come back on a good path. There are so many people who are being so bombarded with propaganda today that they could be good people who just genuinely care about social justice and the good. No, they don't care about social justice. No, no, they no, will the, claim think, to care for social justice. But no, no, no. they are claiming that while ignoring social lack of justice against the Jewish people that cannot walk and drive. Right. Today, two people, two brothers, one 20 years old and one 21 years old, drove their car in an Arabic village. And for and that, they were killed. And you may their blood be avenged. Amen. I'm saying that there are people who don't know any better. All they're seeing is the propaganda. You know? And they could yeah, be good people. 
and yes, they're being so they to. need to stop watching the the, the 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 twisted news and you need to start listening to 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 honest people and not to manipulated and forced um, um channels of tv that are bribed and paid by billionaires that are supporting them to create news and to fake news and to make the world follow their agendas and sicknesses exactly like it took place with the vaccinations and with the rest of those stories that make people believe now ufos now ufos now the world is being attacked under attack of the of of of, of aliens come on come on come on it's all nonsense it's all nonsense they're creating wars a war against iraq oh iraq is the enemy afghanistan is the enemy Guys, stop it. Ukraine, Russia, now Putin, he's the enemy. Let's, oh man, Putin, such a villain. I never saw Putin being such a villain. I haven't seen the Russian complaining about Putin so much. I'm sorry. But you know what is the big business? Trafficking children for sex industry. That's the business. That's the business. I want to hear the news about what they're doing with all the pedophiles that they're catching with all the lists that are being freed to the world. I want to see what's going on. What's going to be the punishments? <laughs> are the judges and the lawyers and, the, and the, all the people in the high hierarchies, are they going to be charged for being pedophiles? Are all the big names, all the billionaires, all the millionaires, all the bankers, all those politicians, will they be charged for being pedophiles after the videos will be released? I'll tell you the answer. That's why we need the day of revenge of Hashem, because people are scumbags and they won't do nothing. So that's why revenge was given to Hashem and not to people. Because we're not serious enough to go against the bankers that are abusing us. Do you know what money industry is going on in the world? It's all about squeezing our blood out of our veins and taking control on our brains and just taking everything that is precious and to push us into an industry of, of, of making population work for the rich. That's what they're doing. And if vaccinations of heavy metals are, are, are needed for that, so they're going to give it. And if weed is needed, and if cocaine and crack is needed, they're going to release crack in the streets of Philadelphia. Do you know that they give drugs for free? Do you know that officers are giving drugs for free in many countries in the world? Do you know that Western countries are giving weapons in Africa, that the African people are going to kill each other? Do you know that? Do you know that France is making $500 billion a year from Africa industry? How come? How come Africa is the poorest country in the world while producing $500 billion a year only to France? Can you answer this simple question? Because someone is making the fee. And he doesn't want no one to speak about it. So he's going to send the Red Cross to Africa to keep the poor poor and quiet and going to give them nice sandwiches 
and stupid t-shirts with I love America and I love France and going to keep them poor and going to put all the blame on the Jews. That will be the end. In the end, it was all because of the Jewish people who lives in Zion, the elders of Zion. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Thank you for your question, David. I wonder why they call you David. Yes, someone else wants to ask a question. I do. Please, please, my beloved well, student. Hi, hello. Pride, yes. I know, I'm super quiet. Um, so you said that the Jewish people were burned because they weren't supposed to spill their blood. Yeah. And um, I just, I find that super coincidental with the way that, that Christianity teaches that Jesus spilled his blood for the entire nation. Um, and they make such a big deal out of the blood on Calvary and this and that and the other. I just, I wondered two things, if you could explain Genesis 9, 4 to me. And also if, you know, I know you don't really do Christianity and neither do I, but there, I wondered if that had anything to do with why they promote him as having spilled his blood in such a way. Do you want to tell me this verse in Genesis? If, if 9-4, I, um, I think it's the one where it says that the, without the, the soul or something about the vegetarianism or where um, it says with the soul, with the blood, you cannot eat or something like that. I don't memorize the verse. Not allowed to eat blood, that you're not allowed to eat blood. With the soul still in it or something like that? Nine four. Yeah, that one nefesh, because the blood is the spirit. Yeah, nine four. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is why we have kosher slaughtering. This is why Jewish people, the tribes of Israel, are commanded to eat only kosher slaughtered animals. Kosher and slaughtered animals, because the maker of the universe revealed in different verses how we are allowed to release the blood and not to drink and not to eat the blood. Because when people are eating and spilting blood and drinking and eating blood, they are taking and consuming the spirit of the animal. God forbid the human being, God forbid, of course, it's another violation. But to, but God forbid to put blood into your system is a great violation because by doing that, you're disturbing the releasing of the blood. The blood should be released when the soul of the animal is leaving the body while dying. Her spirit must be set free. That is an act that is being done by ritual slaughtering or when it's dying on its own. But then we're not allowed to eat it because we're not allowed to eat blood. That's why all the rumors of Jewish people drinking blood is so silly and stupid because we don't have the like it's 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 a prohibition it's a horrible violation like no one is doing something so sick and of course that you have like people who claims to be satanic and stupid idiots that are trying to drink blood okay so what like crazy people are we lack of crazy people but it's not about Judaism it's not part of our rituals in any place never was and never will and that's it Thank you. Thank you, Elizabeth. Okay, so uh, what can we say? Except for you're welcome to our wonderful class tomorrow. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to read to you some real authentic ancient history 
of the tribes of Israel. And you're going to see how our enemies dreaming that they can win and conquer us and losing one time after the other. And with great uh, joy, we're going to expose this wisdom to you guys. And we're not embarrassed to say the truth. We should not hide and be ashamed of saying the truth. We're not better than no one else. We've just been exposed to wisdom that we have been chosen to carry. And we are in great labor. And it's a labor. It's not, oh, yeah, we're having fun. Yeah, the Jews. And I like the Jews, the bankers, the, the, the manager of, of music industry, the, the ones who control the world's economic, the, the, the like what guys, we're struggling to cover our own rents, we're struggling to cover our own mortgages. We're going and working each day in the farms, in the fields, in the businesses, in the stores. Everyone are working, everyone are driving medium cars, everyone like, oh, there you know there are billionaires. Okay, so what? So there are very successful Jewish people in the world. Where's the problem? I don't understand what the problem is that there are going to be successful Jewish people in the world. Like, why not? Are you not enjoying the music industry in the world? Are you not enjoy, enjoying it? Jewish people running Hollywood. Oh, and you don't, like, you don't go to the movies. May Hashem grant us in peace. Free Palestine is the problem. Yeah, free Palestine is the problem because they don't want to go. Yeah, it's a, it's a real shame. Thank you so much. And may Hashem protect us and deliver the great peace among all nations and build his house that will be called the house of prayer to all nations. And then, and that's it. Bye-bye. Shalom. Emuna Project is a non-profit organization. To support this work, please make a purchase from our online store or donate through emuna.com. Thank you. My new book, Return to Your Root, is now on Amazon and emuna.com.